50 bucks. I don't think he wants a 50 pack doll for 60 I mean, <laughs> you know, if he's looking for a girl like you in her early 30s, I think you're mature and you're even better because of course he wants a 30 year old rather than a 55 year old. Yeah, but he needs to know that my maturity level is not there. Yeah, my my, my wisdom ass. is not as at, at 60. My wisdom is at I mean, he doesn't hmm, want that. 30. Most likely, he doesn't <clears> want. <throat> it's where he's at in life, right? Does he have kids? Is he by himself? That's a, a, a perfect example. 60-year-old men probably have kids and grandkids, right? So knowing dating a 30-some-year-old, you need to know that coming in, I'm not going to be, I'm not, I'm not going to know how to deal with your grandkids, yeah. let alone your kids. Absolutely. Right? Yes. So it's, it's kind of similar. But you're welcome. We have a guest today to explain everything to us so that we're not like two oi oi's over here. Oh. You don't like living the oi oi life? <laughs> that oi oi today huh? was hysterical. You guys need to go watch the, my Instagram story. You too, you reposted it. Yeah, oi oi. I can't. Why? I think you should yell. I, how much louder do you want me to get? Is that good? Is that better? I like it. <laughs> uh, so, might be the chest hair. It might be. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to speak louder. Uh, okay, I'll, I will speak louder. I'm going to just yell in the room, okay? Is that good enough? Uh, am I loud enough? Is this what it's like dating a six year old? <laughs> hey, Ma, am I loud enough? Is the dinner ready yet? <laughs> did, did you feed the cats? Did you feed the cat? This is what it's like dating a six-year-old. You know that. Wait for your neighbor to come right now and show up and say, "What is happening in here?" Ladies, why? Why is it so loud? I didn't know you were a cat. Are we going to bring in a guest? What is your name? What is your profession? All right, you guys. Let's bring her on. Registered therapist and the author of Memoirs of a Mother. Uh, The book is available on Amazon. Uh, Edith. Alaverdian. Wow. I got it. I actually love her last name. That I love the name Alaverdian. Wait, Eddie, are you ready? Hey, guys. There we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is... Live TV, everybody. <laughs> my phone's more excited. <laughs> That's awesome. Welcome. Thank you so much for doing this last minute. Um, Eddie, am I loud enough? Yeah, you, I could hear you perfectly. Yeah. Now before or, or better now? I know. I it was pretty clear from the beginning. I think the problem is that I'm just in life just generally loud. <laughs> so it's like this You are excited and that is amazing. <laughs> so we we briefly touched on the topic before uh, we brought you on. So Mike's ready re- ready to pounce on this because he wants you to explain to us what does it take to identify a mature woman. And for everyone watching, I want to clarify that we are going to do I- how to identify a mature man episode. It just was yes. too much to do it all at once. So we are definitely going to do another episode strictly just for men. But um, I'm ready. Searching for a mature woman, right? Today, on today's mm-hmm. show. Today is yeah. identifying a mature woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first yeah, thing I back. think is the mature uh, emotional, um, what did I write? 
her emotional stability. Like, where is she emotionally? And what does that mean when we say that? Can you kind of like dumb it down and explain it to us? Like, how wow, does how a does a guy question. identify I a woman's emotional state? I think overall, it's really important to understand the person's maturity by really just asking them questions about goals and where they're at emotionally and psychologically versus, you know, I think everything is such intrinsic motivation nowadays, meaning people are looking at whatever's on the surface, like outside factors. But I think if you were to ask any, you know, young woman about goals and aspirations, you would really have a good sense of where she's at. But I strongly feel, and this is just my personal and professional perspective, that maturity comes from within. So if you know who you are as a human being, your expectations of what you want in your relationship and in a woman, you can automatically identify if that person is ready for you because you would sense it. You would both be on the same level. Mm, you think you think you think some men can sense it? I I think <laughs> men were I feel to like kind of understand themselves, maybe well, possibly. I mean, it's about knowing what you want. Though. Yeah, because, because are you mature within. Same with women too. Sorry to cut you off, but same with women. No, a woman can have a career, a great job, but then she could be an emotional mess. So how does a guy identify? Like, you know, he can be like, oh, she's great. She's, you know, yeah. she passed the bar. She's, uh, you know, yes. this. And then you get into a relationship and she's a fucking hot mess. You know? You know, I think, I think emotional stability can come later on in a relationship. But it's so hard to immediately tell if a person's emotionally stable. But so it's a you can kind of sense the maturity. Yeah, you can kind of sense the maturity level by having a conversation. Like, you're like, okay, this is great. This is going somewhere. You know, like, we're hitting goals. We're talking about traveling. We're talking about, you know, all kinds of great stuff that makes sense. You but, deep, deep conversations, right? I mean, that, I like that. I, 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 I like when you can have, like, a deep, raw, transparent conversation, you. right, with somebody. That's kind of mm -hmm. when you know you're on somewhat of the same level. But I want to ask yes. you about these dating apps. Do you think these dating apps kind of dumbs people down uh, and, and kind of makes them immature because there's so much out there now because of the dating apps? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, look, I think that dating apps now are very necessary only because there's people who are incredibly busy working or they just don't have any single friends anymore. So it's like for me particularly, like I'm a single mom, right? So dating apps would be ideal for someone like me because all my friends are married. But I think, again, it comes to just being very cautious. Like you have to be mindful and know what you're looking for because you're right. There's a lot of, you know, crazy people, you know, telling, you know, stating all these false stuff on dating apps. So you have to be like super, super mindful. But I, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily bad just think you have to know and be careful of what you're looking for. But it is a good opportunity to get out there, you know, make a uh, connection. During, during our, our um, initial conversation, when we were talking about emotional stability, you kind of touched on how we growing up, we tend to uh, go for people that we are used mm. to, right? Like who we are raised Family by. Dynamics. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you explained that. And I had, I'd never thought about that. Mm -hmm. Can you, ex Do you, want me you to explain it? Yeah, <laughs> that was I. I, yeah. I hadn't thought about that before until you said it. And I was like, light bulb. Uh huh. Right. I think so. It's the way family dynamics works, um, we have 
neurons in our brains. They're called mirror neurons. Like you look in the mirror, mirror neurons. So we tend to um, kind of pick up behaviors from our parents. So it's learned behavior. I don't know if you've ever had this instance when you're like yawning and you, you know, stretch your arms and you're like, oh, wait, my mom does that. Like, wow. So you pick up on those cues. So family dynamics is the same thing. You tend, well, I shouldn't say you, but people tend to marry people that are similar to their mothers, sisters, or brothers because it's the norm. It's what they grew up in. They're used to that specific character. Okay. But that does not necessarily mean that that particular character that your mother or your sister holds is the type that you would want to date. Does that make sense? Is that interesting? Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying you want to settle down with somebody like your mom or your sister, but you don't want to date subconsciously. You you go so, for that yeah. because your your brain is subconsciously mirroring what you already know because it's safe. It's yeah. what you know, right? But yeah. she's saying it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what is good for you because right. well, we're all not your type individual oh, sure. absolutely of course. Yeah. yeah yeah because i feel like when you're around though? your sisters or your mom whatever that kind of makes you comfortable and that's what you grew with like what you were growing with right yeah and that was your surroundings so yeah that's yep. what makes you comfortable and i think a similar yeah. a, 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 a good example and and i'm going to use women because yeah, you couldn't think of an example for men is let's say if i was raised by an alcoholic father right Somehow, I would likely end up with a man who drinks as well. You're going to gravitate towards men that have no sense of worth, sense of value, just a really down person, okay? Because that's what you grew up with. I just thought of an example. I was at a party years ago. I was at a party with uh, friends of mine, girlfriends of mine. And towards the end of the party, the guys started to take the bottles and, like, chug it. And one of the girls goes, Oh, that's so hot. And her dad is like that. And I was like, <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, I that was is like, family oh, dynamics oh. for you. You know? <laughs> and she likes that. Tricky. Yeah, yeah, she's turned on by that. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. And, and a lot of the times, women get into these marriages, or men, and they'll say things like, oh my God, she's just like my mom. And it's so frustrating. It's like, well, you know, if you know the family dynamic system, you know, you would kind of look out for that. But, you know, sometimes, yeah, you look up to your mother and you're like, oh, my God, my mother's such a great housewife. She's amazing. She's a good mom. Those are values and characteristics. But outside of that, you have to, like, look at the bigger picture. Is your mom's personality type your type? Can you be okay with your wife being like that? Or can you be okay with your wife being like your sister? If no, then you kind of have to look outside the dynamics and kind of, like, search within of what's your type. These are different characters. Mother's a different character. Um, you know, a sister. So you can't be the same way you are with your girlfriend as you are to your mother. They're different characters, different characteristics. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so well, ultimately, I feel like this topic is shifting into, it's not about identifying the mature woman. It's more about like identifying what you, what, how, how do yes. you, how do you identify what you want? what you need it always go back to you it always go back it always goes back to you so when people ask me how can i identify like if a guy is you know how can i identify red flags you know you have to know your expectations like what kind of woman do you want what are your wants what are your needs what are your expectations and the person that you're trying to pursue a relationship can they meet those expectations if not 
then that's not the right person for you. But everything comes from within. You have to find your own identity in order to find connection and maturity among other people. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. You said you're How a, personal. You said you're, a single, you said you're a single mother? Yes. Is that from a divorce or? Yes. Okay, so what did, what did you learn from that experience? The, Honestly, the marriage and I the divorce so and much. getting out of the marriage, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. The, the, the part where you learn from the marriage, being married, and then from the divorce. What did you learn through that entire process? I learned exactly, exactly that, what I was just talking about, expectations. What are my, you know, what's a deal breaker? What I can handle? What type of person? I look at the family because family dynamics is so important for me. How a mother treats, you know, how a son treats the mother. Like there's so many things that I learned exteriorly, but I learned so much about myself. And, you know, one of the things that I learned about is who do I want? What type of person do I want? What, who am I? And what kind of person am I attracting, right? Because, you know, it goes back to like who you attract. Like self-fulfilling prophecy is one of the, the biggest things in psychology. You attract people with your thoughts. So if you think you're ugly, you're going to feel ugly. You're going to act ugly. If you think your partner is cheating on you, the chances are they're going to. Not because of magical things that happen, but you're going to treat them like a cheater by you know, focusing on their text messages and distancing yourself. So I don't know, I just I think that divorce just shakes your world in, in so many different ways. And you learn so much about your resiliency and yourself. And they uh, I Ralph, go on and on. <laughs> Ralph, uh, he's, he's watching it live right now. And he has a he has a question. He's not a question, but he brings up a good point. He says, I want someone mm. to be themselves. I would want anyone like my family. And I think that is a big statement because we are able to be our true selves around our family members. So therefore we want someone like our family. So anytime someone feels like, Oh my God, I feel so comfortable around her. I feel so, you know, comfortable around him. It immediately, it's like, it's a very family, like, you know, feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's a natural, yeah. It's a natural feeling. So therefore maybe people, that's, that's why a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he's like family to me and it just feels right. I've actually had, yeah. oh my God. What? It's true. Because in hindsight, when I look back, I, my ex used to always say that she's like family. She's like family. Then when, when I, when I look at it, we, there were, there were problems, but it just felt, everything felt very family like. That's called codependency. Mm. <laughs> A little Shocker. bit. I wouldn't I mean, say like I wouldn't say like full blown, <laughs> but when you are reaching for people who are similar, like a, a very familiar feeling, it's because it's really hard for you to adjust to other feelings. Like we tend to gravitate towards things that are familiar to our brain because our brain doesn't like change naturally. So of course we're going to go with a familiar feeling and be comfortable around somebody that makes us feel very warm like our, you know, parents do. Yeah. And I see it. Like I get it. But I also think on the other end, the flip end, if you're smart enough to see if you're in a bad environment, if you're are they are they yeah. usually smart enough to see that it's bad and they don't want that? Or is it usually the case of, oh my dad you know, is is taking shots, you know, Monday through Sunday. I want a, I want a guy just like that. 
<laughs> if you don't know yourself, you're going to go with whatever you're familiar with. But sometimes familiarity is not what's good for you. You have to, you, this is why I keep, you know, telling anybody that I meet friends, family members, patients, you have to get to know yourself. Your identity is so important because that, that's going to mold your Did life you together. That's going to ultimately. I thought he didn't want to be. Why? <laughs> he said I should have. Yeah. He's like, no, but I should have. Not too late. <laughs> what, about, what about, talk about not too late. What about the guys who are in long-term relationships and are scared to get out of them? And they're forced to marry these girls. And then they become miserable in these relationships. And then they ultimately get, you know, divorced and then end ugly. What do you tell those guys? What? I don't know. I I don't know what I would tell them. But I don't know. Like, give me a question and I can answer. Well, like, let's say a guy such a loaded statement. Let's say he's in a relationship for three, four, five years, right? Family knows him. Everybody's comfortable with him. But at the end of the day, he doesn't really, he's not really in love with her. So how does he get out of that relationship? Because he's so comfortable in it. How does he get out of that? I think he just has to learn to love her. No. If, there are kids, if there are kids involved. No kids. Oh, out. Yeah, Bye. No no, um, get out. Yeah, it's hard when there's, when there's, you know, it's hard when there's arranged marriages. It's difficult when they're forced into these marriages. I mean, like, I feel so bad because sometimes people are so stuck. But hey, if you're going to stick around for the family, you just have to get to know one another. But if you want to leave just leave, leave and work on yourself. So you don't make the same mistakes. It's okay to leave. You know, it's, you know, sometimes things don't work out and that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a whole list and I told you about all the different ways, right? Um, mm -hmm. a woman who doesn't take responsibility, is that a sign of maturity or maturity? How do you identify a woman who doesn't take responsibility? Uh, yes, I think it is definitely, but also responsibility. I think it correlates with, I don't know, uh, a little bit of maybe anxiety life. You know, it's, it's so hard because I don't think, um, I don't think everybody's fully mature. I think that we're all working on ourselves. We all have so much time. I mean, I don't fully think that there's somebody who's fully content with themselves and is mature. I think we all have a little bit of immaturity in us. Of course. Um, I don't, I don't yeah. ever want to mature. I want to say, yeah, I, I want to stay a kid at heart. What forever. is maturity though? Right? What no, is no, no, no. I think, I think I'm, I'm, I, when I, when I use the word maturity in during this specific conversation, it's things like, you know, someone who takes responsibility, like she acknowledges her faults, right? She, yeah. um, yes. you know, she doesn't turn it around on the guy. She doesn't play the victim. She doesn't manipulate. And I'm, and right now men are watching and going, yes, yes, yes. It's like, but they, yes, they feel like, they feel like maybe they figured that out about her a little late and now they're heartbroken. So therefore it's like, fuck women. Yeah. yeah. So they're going through bad. Yeah. Responsibility yeah. is huge. I think one of the most important important like I guess red flags would be if you are sharing like a moment of turn off like hey honey I felt this 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 when you did this and she's gaslighting like making you feel like you're the wrong and how could you those are like little things to to look for like you want to be able to find resp responsibility so you find in conversation you're calling it red flags I'm calling it immaturity that's that's the difference here 
for her, these are red flags. Yeah. They are red flags. They're cues. They're little, hey, bad, bad. <laughs> like a bad, you know, evaluate mm -hmm. more, date more, investigate, put on the FBI hat on, you know, like what's really happening? Is that. she defensive? <laughs> Why is she defensive, right? <laughs> <laughs> women are like a jealous woman I read somewhere is the best FBI agent out there why just jealous or any I, any I, don't don't know. I just read that and I thought it was hilarious I mean but any Armenian woman so, like you you want anything up. investigated just go on the Armenian report and put out an alert and you will get everything you need okay yeah. these Armenian women it's like in sec women's second you know yeah. his penis size <laughs> Like the most, you know, you guys. <laughs> it's crazy. Is, is he said, she said, you said, mom said, okay, done, got it. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. So it's not just a young woman. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a woman with culture. It's a woman with culture thing, absolutely. But communication is so important, and you will find whatever answers you are looking for, whatever your heart is searching for, by you know allowing yourself to go into deep conversations. And seeing where that takes you, because those conversations are very important. I mean, like, what do people talk about on dates nowadays, anyway? Right. It's true. The deep conversation are the times when you find out about the person. Absolutely. Because right? then you find out if they're open with you. Are they going to be open with you? You could have an answer conversation with them. Are you going to be weird about it? Shy? Mm -hmm. Standoffish? Mm -hmm. I have to argue this point uh, because I I gotta I gotta argue this point because look, you're not a shy person. I don't know Edith enough to know if she's a shy person or not, right? But I personally know shy people, and it's tough for them. Like, they, they can't get into a deep conversation, and so they are really sure about you. That's okay. I'm that way. I'm but, that way. I am. Yeah. I am. I'm totally that way. Because I've got the, I've got a, I've got a woman that's <laughs> built, and I'm not going to open up to some random girl that I'm on the second date. Not immediately. Yeah. I think all, for all women and men, it's not going to yeah. be like an immediate thing, but you want to build that. Oh, application. No. You do? Oh, absolutely. Uh, if, I, the I, what? I didn't hear. He said you have deep conversations on a first, second date, and honestly, like, I, to me, it's another human being. No. no yeah. I guess, uh, okay, hold on. I don't let everybody <laughs> in my little circle, so for me, it's hard to do that. Right? It's hard for me to open yeah. up and let them know about myself and everything. Else. And I guess okay. let's identify That's what okay. a deep conversation is. Uh, I mean, your <laughs> past, maybe, you know, some things that you don't talk to everybody about, you know, that you uh, want her to know about or him to know about so that they get to know you yeah. and each other and then you build a relationship from there. I've got yeah, it's, I think it's different for everyone. For I've some got, people, deep conversation is, you know, going clubbing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It depends. It depends. I, I want to go to Vegas level. and I want to go to a club. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the mood. I don't know. It's because, I know, I know, I know. I think it's because Christian's in Vegas right now. Ah. Did you see? No. Um, mom's boss's grandson. How, it's his first time. How old is he? Four. And it, he's having so much fun being in Vegas, and I just want to be there. Is he really four years old? Yeah. How old is he? Four? Four and a half? I don't know. I just I like watching watching him in Vegas. I'm like, dude, I want to go there. Like, I want a hangover, like movie scene. Oh yeah. Oh, I miss Vegas too. Meaning, what you're trying to say is you need self care. Sure. You need a break. <laughs> Mike thinks I've roofied him. <laughs> 
Could be. <laughs> You'll never know. I've got a couple. Until you drink it. I've got a couple points that I want to make. Yes. Go. I'm going to give you some bulletin points, okay? Okay. Open, transparency, and real. Okay. In terms of conversations with, yeah. with your partner. She despises right. drama. I think that's a big deal. When she doesn't like oh. drama, she's she's somewhat, you know, mature. She wants nothing to do with it. She's independent, which is awesome. The girl is independent. She can kind of be on her own at times. I love. Uh, she works on herself, so she admits what she's doing is incorrect, and she's working on it. Uh, she admits when she's wrong, and she gives awesome advice. I think those are all really important things. She sounds wonderful, Mike. Right? <laughs> those are pretty important things. What kind of advice? Well, like, if you come home from work and you're stressed out. Oh, I see. You're like, what do you think about that? Oh. I thought, sorry, my brain went. Do you know what's interesting <laughs> is what? the fact that men want communication, but yet they are so afraid of drama. And I want to know, what does drama mean for you, Mike? Uh, drama means that you have, like, drama friends, too. So you're always coming home or she's always talking about her drama friends um, where they just... Like they, telling you stories? Yeah. Yeah. I'll see stories. Or they, they just, you, you know what it is? You know what I think it is? Is I think it's boredom. I think it ends up to be boredom. So when you're bored, you usually tend to go the wrong way. And sometimes for women, it's drama. And so when they're bored, they have to talk about somebody else or put themselves in a situation that creates drama. And I think that then is kind of like a rolling ball effect. Can I tell a story? And that makes you uncomfortable. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, un uncomfortable. I, I just think that I, I think we are, our own lives. We we should be busy enough to not worry about the drama. That's all. I don't. I don't mm -hmm. think that we yeah. should worry about anybody else's life but ourselves. So t today is my grandmother's birthday, and when he said that, it triggered a memory of her in my mind. So my grandma ran a uh, a, uh, a kindergarten. In Armenia, so essentially she ran her business right with okay. the government because it was a it was a government like so she okay. dealt with the government right so but she you know she ran a business right there's budgeting there's employees there are children and all that right events the whole thing I remember she used to always say things like those women don't like me because I don't have time to sit down and gossip with them right and she was um, like I don't have time like she was, she she used to always say she's like I don't have like but by the time I get home, I'm, you know, because back then in Armenia, it was just, it wasn't like, oh, she's also working full time. So the husband yeah. needs to step in and help. No, it's like, you're still the woman. You choose Correct. to work full time. So therefore you have to do everything else. So she was just like, I don't have time. Like, I remember growing up, always hearing her say that. That's, that's exactly how it should yeah. be. That's what you're, that's yes, what you're that's saying. That's how it should be. Like, we should fill up our yeah. time with good, positive stuff rather than worry about other people's lives. You know? mm -hmm. That's how I see but she didn't have that many I points. like discussing other people's lives. However, it depends on what, you well, know, what circumstances. Like I, right? That's a I whole. like to talk about, like, a person's success. Like, let's just give it an example. Like, if Anna is like this, you know, she's doing her thing. Like, I'm going to talk about her. I'm like, oh, my God, Anna's amazing. You know, like, in a more positive aspect. But I, I do connect with what you're saying because we have so much going on already. Like, hey, like. Say something positive, like bring me up. Say something amazing, yeah. right? You, like you, you talking about Anna and the way she's killing it. That is not a negative word. So that's not in the drama. I don't know category. how to say compliments. That is, that is like that is positive stuff. That's I've noticed Anna. <laughs> I yeah.
I want to like <laughs> literally get under the table right now. <laughs> like, talk about someone else. Going back to um, <laughs> what you were saying, Mike, because it was so interesting. You said we yeah. become bored, and humans have six needs. By the way, I don't know if we have time to kind of go through yes. all of them, but one of them, one of them, number two is uncertainty and variety. And we're going to talk about cheating a little bit because people get so like, what? When I say this, um, a lot of the times, you know, uh, men and women will ask, well, I don't know why my husband, you know, cheats on me or why my, my wife cheated on me. And then when you dig deep into their marriage, they're bored. <laughs> uncertainty. People need uncertainty in their life. Uncertainty and variety, meaning change, a different. What, what, Something. What, but what gets them bored? Is it in the bedroom or just in, like in general? I in yeah, I think it could be so many things. Repetitiveness. I mean, like going to the 8 to 5 a.m. job, coming home, cleaning, cooking, sleep, and then doing the same thing overall. Oh, I kill myself. When you're stagnant, when you're stagnant, you're not growing. And that's part of the sixth yeah. human need is growth. We constant growth. growth, knowing, knowledge, mm -hmm. contribution, which is our fifth need. Everything is correlated. And if something's missing within the six, you bet you're going to experience depression. You bet you're going to experience I, anxiety and isolation. Hold on. I, I have to say something. You, you, you triggered me. You said, you said, um, you get you bored. You, you get bored, right? You get bored. If there's no yeah, growth, you get bored, right? I can yeah. definitely, I've been in situations where I've had a guy tell me, why are you creating unnecessary drama? But in my head, I wasn't creating unnecessary drama. I just was felt like there was this like boredom, like it was like the same thing. And I was like, I'm, yes. I, I, I was going crazy. I was like, oh my yes. God, this guy's gonna, I'm, yes. I'm bored with him, right? Like he just, he wanted the same shit like this. Like you yes. had too much certainty. And, and, and to, and for, not so for me, like, you know, having, uh, bringing up a conversation, like, Hey, what do you think of this? And I'm like, I'm just having a conversation with you. Like, I just, I'm trying to not be bored. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you have to be careful too, yeah. because yeah, you just want to cruise, but then there's no, like, yeah. there's no growth and that's a problem, but you're interpreting it as like, as like drama. So uh, having a boring life with your partner? No, like let's say I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe she, maybe she decides I want to remodel the house. And you're like, why do you want to bring drama into our life? I'm finally chilling. So I'm talking about drama, like like where the boredom comes from you not filling up your day with uh, productive things. Yeah, you don't. You're not fulfilling the rest of the five things that's on the list. So then I feel like then you have to Number one is talk about you guys. Yeah. You just waste your day and waste time. Okay. So number one is certainty, right? When we have anxiety and we're like antsy and anxious and on edge is because we don't know. People naturally want to know things like where things are. You want to know things are good. Things are going to be great in the future, right? I mean, what does not knowing cause us? It's so, you know, uncomfortable at times. So number one is certainty. Number two is uncertainty and variety, meaning the change. Number three is love and connection, meaning not only sexually, but connecting human to human, good friends, good conversations, knowing your support system. Okay. That, that's number three. Number four is significance. This is the most important one, I think, because you'll meet men that are like, oh, she's such an attention seeking person. She wants significance. She wants to feel important because that's been missing in her life. Mm 
everybody wants to feel like they're purposeful. They have a purpose. They're significant. They're important. Right. Look at all the moms who are experiencing depression because their kids don't give a crap about them. They want to feel important. People want to feel validated. How great do you feel when your woman says, you look so good or your man, right? So those are all things that we like, I think people have to look for. So when I say get to know yourself and identity and learn about life, these are the things I'm talking about because to have a good solid relationship, you kind of have to know about these things. (laughs) Five is growth. (laughs) Growing, meaning learning about life. So I had this patient and I was going over the six needs and she's like, Oh, I fulfill all six needs by cleaning the house. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Walk me through this. Tell me how, because this is missing in everyone's life. How do you fulfill this by just cleaning the house? And she's like, look at this. I'm going to tell you this. It's going to blow your mind. But fifth is growth. Okay. Learning daily listening to a podcast you know hearing somebody intelligent talk and picking things up because each day you learn you're growing dendrites in your brain okay that's like brain gasm right there and number six is contribution what you're doing right now you're contributing so it feels so good right you're getting feedback you're helping people anyway let's go back to the my my little lady there so she said i'm cleaning the house I get my number one need, which is certainty, because I know where everything is. Okay? I do my thing. I organize the way I need to. Okay. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Number two. Okay. Well, every time I get bored, I could just change things around my house by cleaning, and I get variety and change. Genius. Okay. How do you find love and connection by cleaning? Well, I'm ironing my husband's shirt. I feel connected to him. (laughs) (laughs) It's real. This is real. I can't love She's ironing her husband's shirt, cleaning the you know, the toy chest of, of the kids. She feels connected to her family like that. Well, how in the heck do you grow by cleaning? What? What do you mean? She says, I put on a podcast and I listen while I'm cleaning. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 And what about, Hold on, we're what getting about somewhere? Some- Cause then when her husband can come yeah. home, she can say, did you know that, you know, <laughs> women are from <laughs> Venus and men are from Mars. <laughs> Confirm that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. And I hope she's listening to the Anna Report podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm telling you this story. And number six was contribution. And she okay. said, I'm providing a sanitary space for my children and my family. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm providing them a good home, a sheltered home for them to live. That all by contribution. That all by. I said, yes. And I said, okay. yes. Why am I telling you this? Because here I have a woman who I worked on like depression with for about eight months. If she can come from such a dark place and identify these little, little things that make her happy, you're good. We always are searching for such big things in life. Yes, everything is in front of us. This is... That's her just This is a big contribution. This is a good connection. This is this is what life is about. (laughs) That's really cool. 
I'll drink for that. That's a good story. And Anna's gonna edit out all yeah, that. Yeah, it is. Make sure she doesn't come <laughs> when I tell people that story, they tear up because it really makes you look at the little things in life. <laughs> or that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can you explain why I'm laughing and not tearing up? I think you're laughing because it's a defense mechanism. You connect with it. Well, I connect with it because I assume that there is are lots of men out there who expect me to just clean, right? <gasps> yes. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. Oh, well, it's also, yeah. Or it's life. a silly story. She's loving life. Eight months ago, she was down in the press, and now she's cleaning the kitchen counter, and she's, like, joyful and excited Find and happy because she's yes. moving the needle and she's crawling in the life. Purpose. Man, I love it. She found purpose. She found purpose. She found her purpose. Is her is her husband cheating on her? I'm not going to get into details of all that stuff. Okay. But no, no, what I'm saying is, like, she's, did she nip it in the butt before her marriage collapsed? Yeah. Yeah. You can okay. say that. Yeah. You can say that. But, you guys, getting out of a dark place is very possible with a little bit of psychotherapy. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I just think it's beautiful because I, I love hearing somebody find you know, purpose in such little things, you know, as cleaning the house. Like, who would know? You know, who would guess? Yeah. I love that. I like ending it on that note. What are your final, like, button-up thoughts on the topic of identifying a mature woman for the guys? Given what Mike has said. Mike, yeah. Mike actually wrote notes today. I'm, I don't know you were going to say. Mike actually had good stuff today. Oh, Mike, he wrote notes. You he wrote notes and he very talkative. <laughs> You're you're bringing it today. You're you're the. You're I feel the like I did all the talking. As you should, you are. You're yeah. supposed to. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. As yeah. long as I'm not like you know taking you know, no that's crossing that's, boundaries or anything. So, um, any advice? Honestly, I think people need to men, particularly since we're on that topic. Men, handsome gentlemen out there in the world, please sit down and identify what you want. What are your expectations? Look at your family dynamics. Identify traits of your mother. Identify traits of your sister. And see if that's the type of you want. That's the first thing. The second really, thing is... Really quickly, because yeah. you're on the first thing. I, sure. I, I, I want to make that point real quick. You're 39 years sure. old. He's 39, and you're telling him to sit there and identify. He goes on one date, two dates. That girl doesn't fit that, that, that identification. He's pissed. Yeah. He's annoyed. He's like, chop, chop. He's going to be. Dying. He's going to be. not, but, you know, that's how men feel, too. But, to like, what's going to happen? Like, that's annoying for a lot of men. It is annoying. And, you honestly, there's, there's no psychological word or magic wand to make that go away. But a lot of people would tell me, well, should I lower my expectations? No, because you're going to be miserable. You're going to mm. be unhappy. Don't do that because you want to make sure. So expectations come at three levels, you guys. Is it unrealistic or realistic expectations? Are you wanting a, a wife that has like this, you know, super amazing career and you just expect her to drop everything and have babies for you? That's unrealistic expectation because you're asking for too much. Reasonable expectations. That's where I'm going at. Okay. Don't lower your expectations or your standards, but make sure it's reasonable and it's logical. It's not like based on you know, emotions and, and, you know, fantasy. But it takes time. You know, finding love takes time, especially nowadays. 
What was number changed so much? I like that. What was number two? Sorry, I cut you off. I just wanted to. No, please. So the expectations and then the number two, I think what I said was look at family dynamics. It's very important. Identify who's in the family. What do you like about your family? What qualities? What are the pros and cons? And see if you've been dating people like your mother. <laughs> I've done that. You know? Mm-hmm. I have too. I, I've, I've dated men that have, uh, you know, similar traits as my father, like very strict and one, two, three, four, five. But that didn't work for me because I'm independent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's, you're too strict for me. I can't. I'll go crazy. And I found out the hard way because I met yeah. someone like that. Yeah. So my, be mindful my, of those things. So my grandma used to work full time and run the house. But then every mm-hmm. single morning, every single morning my grand my grandfather worked in the government she had to hold his suit before he went to work Aww. she has she's like cooking breakfast running around like doing mm. she's late to it work like and she has to like go hold his suit and i was like what is happening right now like it was, where it was how, when does he but can you expect that now emma i'm sorry can you expect that now can you that was expected back in the day but can you expect can men expect that now from women I think so I think a lot of men expect that Yeah they can but some women won't do it Yeah but that doesn't mean but 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 the, the problem is is that if what I'm saying is like if I was a man right and I saw my grandmother do it so does that mean that mm-hmm. my for example, like my cousin who saw it, my guy cousin saw that, right? Mm-hmm. His grandma, his grandmother mm-hmm. doing that with grandpa. Yeah. Does that mean that if his fiance doesn't do that, then she's not a good enough woman? No, I don't. Right? Think the same so, thing. No. It's like identifying, like how, what's important. Yes. Yes. So, but you also have to again. So here's another thing that actually I forgot to mention. Everybody has a different family dynamic. So when I say look at your expectations, I don't mean by just look at your family dynamic. Like you have to be very considerate of the person you're trying to pursue as a date because their family dynamics are going to be completely different, right? So mm-hmm. you're, I think it's a beautiful custom that a woman holds the coat for a man. That's a sign of respect and love for me. But if I tell this to my friend who was born and raised here, she's going to be like, what? He can put on his own jacket. I and his mama. You know, that type of mentality. What if you fall for a girl know. in her family stuff? <laughs> if you what? If you fall for a girl in her family stuff. You're going if to fall for a girl what? If you fall for a girl, but her family is no good. If her family is bad? Yeah. I don't know. Is it going That's to work strike. for you? That's Maybe boundaries. Strike. Think about relationships. I mean, they usually come. I mean, they don't usually, but person you're marrying the family comes with right it's a big deal family's a a huge dynamic so look at who she's like her mom or her dad (laughs) yeah oh that's a good point i think think you're gonna get that because again you're born in a different family dynamic you're never going to be fully okay with another person's family dynamic you weren't raised in that family so this is why boundaries in relationship are important what are you okay with? How far? Like what? You know, Edith says my, I'm at? very good with boundaries. That was a that was a huge compliment you gave me today. Think you're good with yes, boundaries. Yes, you are, Anna. That's what and she I said. Think, I think she said I'm good with boundaries. It. I can sense it. I can. I can Him too. Boundaries from miles away. Yeah, I think he has. I think he's a very giving person, <laughs> but very standoffish, kind of very reserved. But yet he has boundaries. I think he has boundaries. 
I'm not a psychic. I'm just telling. I'm just reading your energy. Did you just read my coffee cup? Is that what you did? Yeah, your wine cup. It's empty. That's what I'm reading. <laughs> um, yeah, she, she said I, I'm, I'm I really good with that topic. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, we can go on forever, but I definitely want you to come back, and so we flip this around and do the male version of this conversation. Oh my god, yes! I yeah. think it's going to be so good. We need to talk about women and the and how to identify a mature man for sure. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, uh, there's a, it's a little different. There's a comment from JR. He says, you can't hold a person's family against them. I think that's true. I think that's true to a certain extent because I feel like when you're born from that foundation, you're raised from that foundation, right? From the parents. And you, you kind of become the person that they raise. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> Oprah was a rape baby. Explain she that. She? Yeah, explain She's that. Strong. She's a strong woman. They're out there. Who? Oprah. Oprah, yes. So, like, you know, you, you can say yeah, that, right. but she was a, yeah, you know, awesome. so what about that? It's rare, but they're out there. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to have people that have really, you know, families who have poor boundaries and a person who doesn't. You know, you can date a wonderful person with bad family, but you have to look at the bigger picture. Is that person going to drop everything for their family when there's kids in the picture and, you know, all that stuff, so. It's, it's a big decision. If you're getting married and you don't like the family, you're going to have kids with the family, or you're going to have kids with that girl. And then when you need a babysitter or whatever, or the, the family's going to come over and see the kid, you're going to want to be around that family. So you, Thank I you. think family yeah. is very important. Like It's got to be right. It is thing. very important. It's a big dynamic. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. of course. They're yeah. going to raise your kids. They're going to be around your kids. And, you know, whatever animosity or hate or resentment you have. Can you imagine family vacations? If you can't stand them, oh, again, I, I love that comment, but to me, it's not. You have to look out for that. Great job! All right, thank you Great so much. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. I know you have another uh, actually interview at seven thirty, so go go yes. freshen up and get I to do. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you guys okay. so much. I appreciate you and good luck. Thank you. Bye, bye. you guys. See you. Bye. I'm reserved like that. There's nothing new. You think I've opened up on the show? You think I, I'm reserved on the show? No, I you you listen, after the holiday show, the one we did with, with everyone around the, the the table, that's when a lot of people fell in love with you. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. You I, I don't know what it was. I don't think I was that open. I think it was my fear outfit. Yeah, but you kind of came off, maybe you showed a playful side instead of a serious side to you, and it let people in. I come off as a very serious person. See, I, I know how that feels. When people I don't feel like... I don't. I can't take you seriously. I don't know what you're talking about. That's right. That's how I, I think I... There's, oi, oi, nothing serious about you. I guess I'm a serious person. I'm in business. It's true. I mean business. But at the same time, I'm not... Fun yeah, I know. I don't see you as like I literally look at you and they're laughing. You're the only person I think that feels that way. <laughs> really? Yeah. Everybody else thinks I'm a real serious guy. Shut up. Oh, I want to be around you when you're around those people. The people who think I'm serious. Well, oh yeah. She, she thinks I'm just around. You saw that, and she thinks I'm reserved and serious. Yeah, I was laughing. I was like, what are you laughing at you? You're like. <laughs> 
JR says, JR says, you gotta limit family time. Have lunch and kick them out. If that's what I'm married into, I'm out before I, the kids come. There's a lot of people like that. I'm out before the kids come. Everybody complains about their in-laws. I can't. Right? Like, commercials out there. That's all the in-laws are coming. Movies, in-laws are coming. And in real life, people talk about their in-laws. My mother-in-law's coming. My father-in-law's coming. I've never, ever, ever been in that situation. Moms love me more than the sons. And everybody loves my mom. Yeah. I've never been in that situation. She's easy to love, right? Oh, I know. He's the best. So yeah, you wanna you wanna tell people about how uh, oi oi maybe we might get Dan Bulgarian on the show. We're wrapping our oi oi, but now the oi oi, there's a chance for Danny B to come on the show, Dan Bulgarian, because he replied to your message today. We got very excited. So excited! <laughs> and she sent me a text. Hi, hi. How was that again? It's like I'm sitting on like the washer or something. <laughs> I'm like the latest LOL ever. And so she's like, I don't care. He he replied, he knows we're alive, he knows we exist, and there's a chance. 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 Yeah. I have a question. And when I'm when I'm talking business, that's what I do. I have a I have a I have a very important question. And you run a business, and I kind of somehow apparently run a business. (laughs) But people watching, I want your input as well. An LOL or any message, a reply, is your in in sales. That's it. Door has been opened. Absolutely. How do I close that deal now? Mm. Options. Go. Beat pictures. Put it on a foot bench. He might know about your foot fetish. So we need to find out what Dan Bilzerian fetish is. What is his fetish? He's seen cats. He likes cats. Pussy. Yeah, he does like cats. Um, I don't have a cat. Do you have a cat? I do not. But we can rip him. It's not a big deal. Oh, like meet the fuckers. Yeah. (laughs) Totally read a cat. But how do we get him on? We'll figure this out. We will. He he lives up right here. So you think we're going to, he's going to come? No, we go. We go to him. We'll go to him. Yeah, yeah. Gonna be on Skype. I want. I, I. This is how I imagine the interview with him. We're just lounging on the sofa mm. with a bunch of naked chicks behind us, getting high. Yeah. Like <laughs> cats on the counter. I can, there can't be cats on the counter unless they're Persian cats because I'm allergic. They're not going to be Persian cats, and if you tell them you can't have any cats around, it's going to kick you out. Then what do you do? I Skype in. <laughs> you sit there. <laughs> Hi, Dan! Right? Okay. I can't hear you guys! Outside of the door. Your audio really sucks. That's what he's gonna say. Can't hear you. Your audio sucks. He's not gonna even listen to me. You think he's gonna wear that? He's gonna be like, I'm just gonna sit here and you tell me what you tell me your space. But that is the that that is the conclusion to that L O L is there is a chance. That's all that matters. Just give me a chance. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's the mentality. Yeah. So, it's game time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lamar says Anna in a bikini. I don't think he wants to see me in a bikini. He does not want to see me in a bikini. Not that I look, I don't look good, but I'm just like, you know what it is? I, I have become desensitized to porn after working at 
family because we, we, we have to watch so much porn. And by the way, if you go in a bikini and send him a picture of you in a bikini, he's going to be like, eh, I've seen, because you're going to be like every other girl. you got to be different. I do not look like like every other girl. He, I don't have big boobs. No, no, but what I'm saying is you're going to be a girl sending him a bikini picture. Oh. I think thousands and millions of other girls have done that to him. Like, next. You gotta be different. Oh, you I gotta got, be different. Yeah, but I'm not. Those girls are sending, like, really. Like, yeah, I'm. Dude, I'm like, sure I'm. Like, like, I'm. Like, I'm wearing a one piece in Santa Barbara with my LA cap on or something. <laughs> You're gonna send that to him? No. I'm just saying, like. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, wholesome girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So sweet. Nothing to do with that. Poor thing. Virgin. <laughs> yeah. I'm just coming out with a one piece bikini. Yeah. And then his reply is, How much do you need for that uh, boob drop? Yeah. Are we done? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Alright, any last thoughts on this topic? Um, I, I, all the points that I threw out there, I think, are important. Yeah, uh, you did. You made a really good point. Cool, thank you. I'm glad you came through because this was more. Yeah, I'm glad I came through. Is that a general statement? No, I'm glad you came through because the topic is more for yeah. men, like than you know. I think those are important. I don't think you're going to get a girl with all of those qualities, but I think those are important qualities to have. At least some of them, a percentage of it, you know. Um, and then the and then going back to the girl who's independent is nice because when you're working throughout the day, you don't want to text from her all day long because yeah. she's bored doing nothing, you know. Yeah. So her being independent, working, and making money, or whatever, just being busy. You want a girl who's busy. You don't want a girl who's bored and doing nothing. So I think that's important. Yeah. And then stays away from drama. I know you guys were kind of confused with my drama statement, but yeah, we were away from, from the drama stuff too. When she's when she's busy. Yeah, of course. You have to worry about the negative stuff. That's negative energy things. Like when you're talking bad about something or somebody, it's just it's not time for that stuff. Yeah. You're, you just gotta kick it out and just move on and think about the good stuff. Okay. All right. Bye, you guys. See you guys next Monday. Bye.